Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Joining us right now is Groton's Christine Conley. She's a Democrat elected in 2016. And she has proposed in the wake of so much angst and confusion and irritation, if not rage, at the extraordinary electric hikes here in Connecticut. Uh, Ms. Conley has proposed a bill that would give the legislature a lot more power to vote yay or nay on electric rate hikes. Uh, She joins us now in a conversation that's going to tackle the fact that Connecticut is the number one highest uh, state in terms of our overall electricity bills, which is insane in the 48 states, and Lots of ways, hopefully, we can propose to do it better. Hello, Christine. Hello, Representative Conley. Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Delighted to meet you. Hello. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, thank you very much. Um, I just want to begin by asking you to explain a little bit about your own proposal. Yes. So this is, um, a lot of folks have said it's a reactionary proposal. It is. It's 100% reactionary. Um, this summer, many folks saw an increase in their bills, their ever-source and UI bills, and then I was shocked um, and upset with the increase that folks are getting in their bills that are coming for their January bill. So folks are opening their email and their actual mail and seeing this um, substantial increase, and we, the legislature, while I don't agree with our charges. I think they're way too high. Um, I don't have any power under the current laws to control it. So that's why I put in a bill um, to take some of the power back to the legislature. And I want to be clear that I, while my district is half Eversource, the other half of it is municipal power. So oh. you can go down a street right now. And where I live, I got a 9% increase because I happen to live in municipal power. But mm-hmm. if I go down the street five houses, someone else got this. 52% increase. Wow. Um, their power, again, comes both both organizations have to bid power and have to bring power from the power sources to our homes. But down the street, people are paying a very different price. Well, you've given me, Representative Conley, such an easy segue into what I really want to talk about, which is the fundamental restructuring of our for-profit electric industries that were deregulated under a theory that that would end up helping consumers 
but I think was grossly naive and turned out not to help us at all. And I know that membership-based either municipalities or co-ops, if you will, of electricity, their, their customer is their user. But when it comes to Eversource and Avangrid, and Eversource, incidentally, Ms. Conley, I don't know if you know, but they're one of the few electric companies that also owns a water company. So they own Aquarian, which is also applying for an enormous rate hike, okay, water usage, as well as electric usage. How they were allowed to acquire that is another conversation. But the bottom line is we know that these for-profit companies, their first duty is to their shareholder. It's not to their end user. And I think that that distorts, this is my own opinion, it distorts the mission when they've been handed a monopoly. And I want to know what you think about that and whether you think that there are any structural reforms that could be proposed to put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. So deregulation happened when I was in grade school. Mm -hmm. Um, So those of us who are currently, a lot of us currently in the legislature, just to be clear, we're the kids being told to turn off the lights when deregulation happened. I understand. Um, So what I, I am privileged to live in an area that has municipal electricity and I see my bills are substantially lower than others. Um, And the people who handle our municipal electricity, they still get salaries and the workers are paid and, you know, people's salaries are appropriate Mm -hmm. and bills are paid. And as the end user, I, know where to go. I can get the public meetings. Um, They're limited as to how much profit they can make. Mm -hmm. And as a user, I appreciate that system a lot better. Right. When I lived in areas with Eversource, I received a bill, I had to pay a bill, um, and I had no say over it as a resident. And then at the General Assembly, we don't have a say either. So there is deregulation is not the promise that people thought it was. Right. So if we both agree on that, My question is, in speaking with your colleagues, you know, the approach of voting yay or nay on a particular rate increase is is one approach. But I'm I'm not sure that that systemically addresses the bigger issue, which is that you've got multi-million dollar payouts for officials. You've got an aggressive shareholder profit motive. And the people that are going to suffer are us as the end users because, once again, it's monopolistic. It's not a free and fair competition where you go after profit because you make a better widget. They've been handed us as customers, and we are captive customers. So is there any conversation in the legislature, realistic conversation, about reorganizing some of these electricity companies again? There is a lot of conversation this week in the legislature since we opened last week about a multitude of ideas. And I know others proposed other ideas um, and other bills on on, um, changing how PURA and how electricity rates are um, done in the oversight of our laws generally on electricity. Yes, I think energy is going to have a very vibrant conversation. I hope to see some changes in the law. Are you on the committee? Are you on the energy committee? I'm not. I'm not on the energy committee. So if you're, so tell me, tell us a little bit, educate us about process. If you are the sponsor of this bill, but you're not on the committee, how does that bill move along? So the bill moves along the same way as every bill uh, moves along. We are, and the House members, we're on three or four committees. 
and there are over 20 committees, so it's impossible for every member to be on every committee. What we do is we talk, we email, uh, we have conversations with the chairs and with other members on the committees and ask people to raise our bill either alone or raise our bill in a grouping with other similar bills. Mm. And then the bills go to public hearing, um, energy committee, has their public hearings will occur. I'm looking at the map. Um, their public hearings will occur in February and March, and they have to report or vote on bills by March 16th. So I see. They have an early deadline. So and when you say report on, in other words, the bills have to come out of their committee by March 16th or the bills die in committee? Is that what you mean? So they could die, even if they were dying to me, there are other ways where they can be combined into other um, concepts. So a standalone bill like my, every proposal starts as a standalone bill, but the committee can raise it as a group and the committee can vote out parts. And then the, those parts still get edited or revised by the House or the Senate and they can get added in additional language. Okay. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay. And is this... One of the most, uh, tell me about, is this the only bill you're sponsoring right now, Christine Conley, or the one that you're thinking the most about? What is your name on as well? I have um, over 20 bills in the system now and a wide range of things. Um, I have bills from municipal requests. Um, I have bills on sidewalks. I have bills on health care. I have bills on transportation and increased bus services. Um, I have bills that we have a, a college by us the UConn Avery Point, so I have bills on that. And then I represent, since I represent Groton in New London, um, there are bills requested by the Navy. So I have a variety of things. Um, electricity is incredibly important, but it is not the only item I'm working on this year. Yeah. You saw that Governor Lamont said that he had increased the package for people that could get assistance for home heating oil uh, and natural gas as well to a maximum of $2,300 if it was home heating oil, but somewhere around $1,900 if it's other kinds of electricity. Um, what do you think about that approach? That is one approach. Um, I don't think that is the only approach. Or I don't think that's where we end. 
our discussions on heat um, and a, a section of my district that does have UI, a large neighborhood of over 500 houses, they all have electrical heat. So those folks are getting the double bill, the double dipping of bills right now between the increased rate and the need for the heat right now. Uh, 2300 is helpful for folks who are getting it 100%, but it is not, I think, the remedy for heat costs. Do you have support for your bill that would allow the legislature to go up or down? I saw the Consumer Council uh, was not terribly disposed favorably toward it, at least in an initial article. Do you have support from colleagues from for your bill? I think support is growing. Um, I think more and more colleagues are getting, as the residents and people who get their bills, when you get them and you're unhappy, please reach out to us because the growing support of the people who want change is what we're going to need to see more and more of. I think change is difficult for folks who are used to a system and used to how things are done. And the folks saying these bills are too high, what we're doing is not working, is what we need to hear from residents about. We're chatting with Representative Christine Conley from Groton. I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. We're going to be following all of this with Tremendous detailed interest. We'll have Jonathan Steinberg on soon, uh, Norm Needleman. We're going to have everybody on from the Energy and Tech Committee because, uh, you know, when we have these huge storms, when we had Isaias and people had no power, uh, yeah. you know, it's um, – and now they, now they want to cut down how many hundreds, thousands of trees along 5,400 miles of Connecticut, the highways and the byways. Their solution is to cut down trees instead of burying power lines. I don't know if you know Representative Conley, but Marissa Gillette does an exclusive interview with us here on the Lisa Wexler Show once a month, and she's marvelous. And she is, I can sense her pent-up frustration with a lot of the limits of what she is permitted to do. Um, but we have, we have a lot of unhappiness with the way Eversource in particular has been going about doing its job. Yeah, I've, I've heard it. I agree with a lot of it, um, and I think it's really important that folks who have that unhappiness make sure their reps and senders hear that from them so we can react and we can make change. And I would like to just make a pitch for the fact that if you are in the legislature, push them to do some capital investment to start burying these lines because the storms are not going away, and we love our trees. We love our trees. We do not want our trees to have to come down you know, because of all of these issues when there are different solutions. I have no illusions. There'll still be some power lines in the state that cannot be buried. But this everything or nothing approach is crap. They could be building an incremental infrastructure of many, many more buried power lines, and they don't do it, and they should. Yeah, we have more buried power lines in the municipal electricity section of town than we do in Eversource. So that's another issue when, when local control happens, things happen locally. Thank you. I, I'm with Thank you. you I, I'm, 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 I'm following this with interest. Um, I want to see some solutions that are realistic and accepted. And please feel free to come back on the show anytime to give us a report during the legislative session. We'd like to hear it. Thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. Christine Conley on the Lisa Wexler Show from Groton. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.